right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me today is not my normal co-host. Uh, Sean decided he wanted to uh, travel and have fun and go to a wedding and be in warm weather in Mexico and not here in, in Illinois with us, so whatever. Forget that guy. I have arguably a better co-host today. I got my boy, Danny J. Quick. Hey, I'm in here, man. I'm trying to take. I'm trying to take the spot. I'm trying to to come in swinging. I, I, listen, we don't. We don't even need him back no more. Don't even, <laughs> let him stay in Mexico. Let him stay in Mexico. It'll be all right. Yeah, tell tell him to stay where he's at for sure. For sure, man. How you doing, bro? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I'm honored. I appreciate you having me on. I've been uh, I've been uh, catching uh, catching a couple of episodes. Um, I think ever since uh, Malcolm was on, I've been uh, been trying to stay on the radar. So. Finally glad to be on the show, man. I appreciate man, it. Man, I appreciate that. The honor is truly all mine, man. It's, it's all mine. Uh, that, to be talking to a comic book writer, a creator, dude, that's – and a black one at that, man. I'm not going to – you know, I'm not going to tiptoe around that fact. Like, that is what it is. You know what I mean? I have a black comic book creator on the show. Uh, I mean, as people probably know, if you listen to us, like, we don't discriminate here. Um, typically it's a black dude and a white dude talking to each other. So, you know, we, we're all over the place, but man, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due for sure. And I appreciate, appreciate the it. fact that, you know, you are a black comic book creator, man, and you, you're doing your thing and, and you just opened a comic studio, bro. That's super dope. Congratulations. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, I'll be honest with you. If, if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't have done it. I had, <laughs> I had every reason in the world to not open a studio. Um, I was like, hey, I, I can everything I can do there, I can do in my garage, man. And it won't cost me, you know, seven hundred dollars a month or whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, nah, it's sure. it's like we've only been in here uh three, four weeks now, and it's already like a major change. We started taking subscriptions and and like we it's it's so much different once you, you know, have a space that you can work really work in. But yeah. um you know, it's it's just it's just taking a leap and trying to trying to do something different, really. For sure, for sure, man. Yeah, it, you definitely. When you're creative, it's nice to have a creative space to go to, like a designated creative space. That's why we built out the studio here, because um, it's just nice. It's nice to have that 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 space. You know what I mean? But absolutely, man. And you got the colors, the color coordinated. I know people can't <laughs> see because it's audio podcast, but it's color coordinated in there, man. You got the the reds, the blues, the yellows. It looks real comic book in there. I yeah, like it. Yeah, man. We, we tried our best for sure, for sure. It's really just a basement. So we just tried to deck it out as much as possible. Uh, yeah. I, couldn't, I can't afford the extra $700,000 a month, you know, that you can right now. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This room is empty in this basement. We're going to go ahead. We're going to paint this Look, joint up and we're going to make I, it work. I don't work. know if I can afford it either, to be honest with you. But we're going, oh, I just... I just remember what it is that I, I disagree with you about from last episode. Oh man. Okay. I remember right off the bat, y'all were talking about, um, Sony. Y'all were talking about Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Y'all were like, just, just sell, 
uh, Spider-Man back to uh, Mar- the, to Marvel mm. and for like a billion dollars, and then y'all can make all the movies you want to. And but you you said something about Craven the Hunter. Okay. You, you said Craven the Hunter is a is trash, and what is he gonna? What what would the movie be about? Him learning how to hunt or something like that? And I was like, man, Craven the Hunter, <laughs> a Craven the Hunter movie could could potentially be dope because it would be all about you know him learning the weaknesses of spider-man like it would be a like a psychological thriller i was like man i would love to see a movie like that but i could also see how uh craven the hunter would be very whack like depending on who does it yeah and how that's my biggest concern because i absolutely i agree with you i don't think craven the hunter is a whack character i think Uh that if my problem with what Sony is trying to do with the Spider-Man characters is they're trying to introduce Spider-Man villains without Spider-Man. And it's really annoying to me. I'm just, it, most, some of the best villains, especially Spider-Man villains, they're created by the hero, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, while you you do have the potential to maybe do like a Craven like history of Craven the Hunter kind of thing, and maybe we see him as a kid growing up, and his dad teaches him how to hunt, and then he keeps evolving those skills, and you know maybe in the movie without Spider Man, we see him go after some kind of large prey or potentially get stuck in the wilderness somewhere, and mm-hmm. he has to survive or you know some shit like that. It's just like. The idea you just pitched of him learning how to hunt Spider-Man specifically sounds mm-hmm. so much better than a movie without Spider-Man in it. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, and it's I, just I, I, <laughs> I agree with you on that. Like the 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 Venom. Like the I really did not like the Venom movie. I don't like Venom. I don't like the Venom. The, movies. Neither one. The, me and my wife tried. I didn't even watch the second one. It's trash, it, bro. Don't just I, no. Don't I, do I, it. I I finally watched. I didn't watch it in theaters, and that's okay. a big, like that's a that's a huge thing for me. Like I always go to the movies to see the comic book movies. And yeah. we didn't, I didn't watch it in the theaters. Like I wasn't interested in it. And when I finally watched it on Amazon prime, I was just like, I could have done, like I could have done without it. They, I felt like they literally made it for the end credit scene. So that Abs- that's exactly what I said in our review. Exactly <laughs> what I said. I was uh, like, this felt like, like a big buildup. This felt like a, 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 a long, this movie, like the after credit scene felt like, it was, the movie was just the build up to the after yeah. credit scene. Like that's it what it legit. was. That was that was all it was. It was like, hey, let's get this venom. Let's get this second venom movie out so we can make this money and get people hyped for the for the uh, no way home uh, crossover. Like it was it was useless. It was pointless. And I was like, they shouldn't have done that. But and then I, they did nothing with them in no way home. So I was just right. like, well, what? Like for, what the hell was the point why? of this movie? Yeah. <laughs> why? If you're not gonna show up in the movies, then why even make the movie up? I, I I agree with you on that. It's crazy, man. It it didn't make any sense. I was ugh, that movie. <laughs> I was just talking about this. I, I that movie sucks. It's terrible. Like I did see it in theaters, and honestly, the only reason why I did is because of this podcast. Like uh-huh. this that movie, the Morbius movie. Like some of these movies, I would not see in theaters if I wasn't doing this, and I felt like I needed to try to be as relevant as possible and yeah. review these movies in a timely manner. You know what I mean? Man, I'm hoping I'm hoping Morbius will be good, but I doubt it. I mean, like Tyrese, <laughs> I, I'm thoroughly entertained by anything Tyrese is in, but I don't think I don't. I'm just I don't know if it's gonna be any good at all. 
Yeah, I've gone back and forth on it. The, the first trailer, I didn't care. The second trailer, I was like, you know what? Maybe this might be okay. And then they dropped um, a clip from the movie, and mm-hmm. it just looked trash. And I was like, nah, that movie's going to be god-awful. It's just not going to be good. I'm sure it's going to be very bad. Yeah. Know? And I'm going to – but I'm going to watch it, though. And, and like you said, them, them trying to – I agree that the problem is that they're, they're trying to introduce these villains without – I think what I was talking to my homeboy about this the other day, I think they're trying to make, trying to maintain Spider-Man status as the number one, you know, like yeah. ever since I want to say the late 2000s, Spider-Man has been the biggest, you know, superhero, you know, you surpassed Batman and Superman and they're trying to hold on to that status, you know, by introducing all these, because Spider-Man has some great villains, but like you said, you can't do the villains without, without the Spider-Man. So yeah. Um, yeah, and I think they're trying to maintain that by by putting these movies out, but it ain't. I mean, just like you said, just let Marvel do the movies and it'll be just fine. It'll be just fine. I don't, yeah. Okay, it's, back to I know we were. I do no, all, it's all good. All. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you remember. <laughs> but hey, man. So tell tell us about yourself, right? Because I, I introduced you a bit, but I was I was hesitant on everything to introduce you because you got a lot of stuff going on, and I I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. Or mess anything up. So tell tell us a little bit about yourself, man. It's impossible to mess anything up. Just it's like <laughs> you're right. I got too much going on, and I need to need to uh, streamline some of this. But uh, my name is Danny J. Quick. I'm the co-creator of Ace Blade and King Supreme, uh, the CEO of Fourth Wall Productions. We make comics. We make TikToks. We make short films. We make uh, video games. So ho- hopefully here in the ne- in the near future. Oh, man. Um, and you know, we're just trying to, trying to kind of build something with characters that we created that we can, you know, um, pass on to our children when we die and, you know, 50, 70 years, like Stan Lee did and, um, hopefully give them more opportunities than, than we had growing up. So, um, that's really, that's really it, man. That's, that's incredible, man. Like, don't <laughs> you say, like, oh, you know, that's it. Nothing, nothing crazy, bro. That's amazing. Like that's, that's incredible. I know this is the, this is the 10 year anniversary of Ace Blade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just realized that, uh, a, a couple of days ago, man, I was looking at some of the artwork from the first comic. Um, cause we, you know, trying to fill out the studio, I was I'm selling off some of the original art that we have. And I was looking and I was like, Oh shoot, we, this was 2012 when we, you know, started receiving these first pages. And then I went and looked back through my, um, my, uh, my Facebook and I was like, oh man, it's April. It'll be, you know, in April around that time, there's no specific date. So I'm just going to yeah. say, you know, April, 2012, you know, um, was when we started getting those first pages. So this'll be, this'll be 10 years. So I'm trying to figure out what we can do, um, to, to kind of celebrate that. But I think it's, I think it's kind of dope. Yeah, man. It, no, it's, it's amazing, man. Congratulations on that. And so you say you're co-creator, and when I read the uh, the graphic novel that you you that I bought from you, uh, I did notice that in the beginning you you put that little epilogue in there, and you talk about how um, the you you the original idea for Ace Blade came from someone else, but you fell in love with the idea, and you really pursued making it a reality. Could you yeah. could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, for sure, man. And I appreciate that, man. A lot of people, like, I, I spend a lot of time on that little introduction, that little intro, and a lot of people don't read that kind of stuff. So I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, way back, way, way, way back in the day, uh, I want to say it's 2000, it had to be 2008. 
um, me and a friend of mine we were working at a at a print company. We were actually printing Pokemon. We printed Pokemon cards and you know sealed them up and packaged them up and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Um, okay. So along with a lot of other stuff. So we would always talk comic books. We would always talk you know cartoons and stuff like that. And he told me, you know, straight up, he was like, man, when I was in school, I had this idea for this character. You know, I did some sketches and the teacher told me it was terrible. And, uh, you know, I never did anything with it. And I was like, yo, let me let me check it out. Because I I was a, uh, you know, I, I wrote poetry in school. I, um, you know, I was a creative writer. My, my mother's an artist and my dad is a is a natural storyteller. That's what's um, up, man. I wrote poetry, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great uh, it's a great. It's good for your your mind, bro. It's good oh, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Um, so he was like, "Yeah, you know," he told me about the character. He showed me some drawings that he did, and I was like, "Oh, let me try to write something for it." But uh, <laughs> that night, I literally wrote, I want to say, twelve pages of stories for for this character Ace Blade that he had created. And I came back, and he was like, "Oh man, I didn't think you were serious." You know, I he was reading, <laughs> he was reading the stories, and he was like, "Oh man, this is this is cool. This is exactly what I would." You know, I would love to see. And then um, I ended up getting deployed to Iraq a couple of months after that. So um, while I was in Iraq, I, I, you know, just while in my in the free time that I did have, I would just keep creating. You know, when you have one main character, you got to have characters that they interact with. Right, you got to right. have their, their, um, their, the other anti- uh, protagonists and the antagonists. The you got to build that world. You got to build the world. So I'm right. creating you know uh ace blade sidekick i'm creating the oracle i'm creating the the nemesis i'm creating you know this whole world around ace blade and then um you know i'm just emailing them back and um while i'm there sending them emails and stuff like that and and then uh you know by the time i got back i had something like 40 chapters of of ace blade stories oh, wow. <laughs> so um you wasn't messing around i you know it was it was just dope to like you said you know you you write and you create and you and it wasn't good at the time. It was just it was just a bunch of stories that I thought were kind of cool. Yeah, yeah then, when uh, you catch that creative spark, though, yeah, if you zone in on something, it, it's easy for it to just keep keep absolutely. rolling and keep rolling. Absolutely, absolutely. And then um, when I came when I came back, you know, we we hooked up, and he took me to my first comic book convention. Oh wow! Um, at the time, he was making these. He was making like uh, um, costume jewelry green lantern rings and stuff like that that would actually glow up and you know some would glow in the dark and stuff like that and he was taking them to conventions and selling them and while i was there at this first comic book convention i'm looking around at the tables and i'm like yo all these people don't work for marvel and dc like some of these people are just regular people who are making yeah. you know what i'm saying who are making comics and like it never occurred to me that people made comic like regular people made comic books you know what yeah, i'm saying indie like, comics exist yeah, like I literally didn't know. And then um <laughs> from that moment on it was like, yo, I know what I'm I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm supposed to be making this into something. So um That's... you know <laughs> everything after that is just learning how to literally every part of the part of the process from hiring somebody to 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 draw and you know how to script it and, and all it was you know, it's been a lot, bro. It's been, bro it's been yeah, I, I'm sure it has, but that's that's amazing, man. And just to go back real quick, you know, thank you for your service. I know you say you, oh, thank you. Yes, stationed sir. in Iraq, man. So that's that's definitely something I got. I want to you know um, applaud and, and bring attention to. Um, Appreciate. Yeah, that. I'm sure while you were there, you probably just your experiences there probably gave you some ideas for stories and 
and different things to do. So that's Absolutely, what's up, man. man. And you I know what? Always tell, go ahead. Go ahead go no, ahead. bro, this is your show right now. You, you no. talk. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I always tell people it's, it's weird that the, the biggest thing that I learned while I was over there is that, um, you know, people are more, more similar than we are different, right? Absolutely. Most of the people that we came in contact with while I was in Iraq, you know, I, when I went over there, I'm expecting, yo, everybody over here is the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like everybody, you know, you got to be suspicious of everybody and you kind of, you had to remain vigilant at all times. But um, when you talk to the people in the communities, they the same type of people, you know, that we are, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're scared for their lives. They're, they got people that they're worried, they're worried about their brothers and sisters. They got um, children they want to send to college and stuff like that. So um, it that was the the biggest thing that I learned while I was over there is that you know no matter where you are in the, in the world people are more the same than they are different Absolutely. and and that is one thing that's always going to be an ace play I think that's dude that's phenomenal man yeah we're all humans at the end of the day man and yeah. it it's a you know having an experience like that I'm sure it makes you realize that even more. And, you know, I, I've had some experiences in my life and I've been, you know, culture shocked a few times to the point where I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what it, I did, you know, I I've made these transitions in my life to realize that absolutely. Like we are, we are more similar than we are different. And if you, if all you're looking for is differences and the things that make you, you know, that make you believe that, that person is not supposed to be your friend or that person right. is supposed to be your enemy or that person you're not supposed to trust, then like, that's a terrible life to live. You know what I mean? Right, like it's you, you'll never enjoy anything. And you can't like be happy. You can't, you can't be happy anywhere you go. Cause it's always going to be somebody that's, that has differences from you. You know, even right. if you, even if you in your little bubble, nobody has this, the exact same experience growing up. So people are going to be different. So if you, 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 you know you got that kind of mindset you you always looking for an enemy and that's i don't think that's a a good way to live bro no absolutely not it's a, ter it's a terrible way to live man you got to enjoy life and you got to appreciate people for their differences and understand that like that's what makes us unique and that's shit that's what makes life fun and exciting you know what i mean if we didn't have differences we wouldn't have a thousand plus comic book characters we'd have three characters we'd have a superman and right. a Superman light and a, and a, and a, you know what I mean? And a Superman variant. Like, how Superman, fun is that? Superman boy to, to, to take over when Superman dies. That's yep. it. <laughs> and then maybe a Superman girl. You know what I mean? And maybe, then, maybe, might, but probably not. And probably not, <laughs> probably not even that. <laughs> Superman, Superman Jr. and Super, Super Dog. That's it. That's all yeah, we that's have, it. bro. That's, that's, all, that's all it is. So it's, just, it's crazy, man. But hey, before we even get into the story of Ace Blade, so I have my my graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, is this a limited edition one? Um, that's the yeah, that's the special edition. That's the that's uh, what I thought. It's got your it's got your signature in it. I was oh, like, look at this, man! Look at how legit oh, that man. shit is. <laughs> I was like, look at, legit. like I got it, and I was like, this is this is beautiful, man! Like, I appreciate it. like I, I appreciate said before, it. like not even like getting into the story or or anything like that. Just just this this package is it's phenomenal. The artwork in it is beautiful. Like it 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 feels. You you hear about like people who create stuff like this, and you know you just kind of never know what level it's on. You know what I mean? 
and, sure. but this is this is legit bro like this is fucking that, this we is can... legit it, everything we'll about it is just, it. it's beautiful man and i i was just like this is this is a1 this is fucking a1 right here so hey uh, one, day, one thing i know about comics is that if it don't look good you ain't gonna sell it so <laughs> that's that's true man <laughs> that's very if true it don't look good people ain't gonna buy it so that's um, very true and it yeah, looks good man i appreciate that man and um uh, uh that was one thing that uh, you know i actually ended up <laughs> a continuation of my military story like i had to use that gi bill when i came back from i came back from iraq you know i decided to go to school for graphic design for this because i oh, knew wow because i knew for sure that if it if it don't if the logos aren't right if the lettering's not right you know it's not going to be something that um people want to read and, and hold in their hands so i had to learn i had to learn how to do that stuff because i definitely i definitely wasn't paying nobody to do it so yeah uh, <laughs> i figured i would learn how to do it myself and uh you know kind of take on that responsibility yeah for sure man and uh you know me and sean we um so sean has a he has a a bachelor's in marketing and a master's in business and oh, wow. i'm i'm like the creative side of things like i i uh i do photography um you know as we kind of talked about i do some creative writing i do yeah. website design and development so yeah. we on the outside of this we work on like uh marketing stuff we've done like social media marketing for like a couple a couple businesses nothing crazy or anything yeah. like that so even when I look at stuff like this, I even appreciate things like this, where it's just, you know, you got the QR code, you know what I mean? Like you got the, the logos and just a simple, just ace, like it, just shit. I'm just like, this is, hey, man. this man was in his bag. Uh, hey, he was not that. messing around. <laughs> you know, like, look, you got the color coded that, QR codes. I was like, get the, <laughs> this dude is no joke, man. Terrible. Terrible. I love hey, it. Well, I love it. I appreciate that, but I want to go ahead and publicly apologize to Sean. We need, hey, if you he marketing, we need you back, bro. We need you <laughs> to come back uh, safely from from Mexico so that uh, we can use your gifts and talents. Oh uh, man, he was he was losing. He would, was, he would we would he would love to work on something with you, man. Love it, absolutely love it. It'd be like a dream come it. true. It'd we be like a dream it. come true. So let's let's get into Ace Blade a little bit, man. Do I sound weird? Am I going in and out, or do I sound okay? No, you sound good, man. Sound okay, good. cool, cool. I just want to make sure I, I'm getting a little feedback on my end. I just want to make sure it's not coming through on yours. Um, so yeah, man. I I just want to dive into Ace Blade a little bit, bro. Just what I read here, and um, just a couple of, like questions because the the thing about you know stories, um, and the more I've done this podcast, and the more I've tried to get you know, more analytical in, in the way I view media, whether it be comic books or movies or, or TV shows, you know, I really want to try to get into the mind of the writer or the director or the creator or the actor. So like my questions for you will probably in, in the grand scheme of things seem a bit small and specific, but okay. I'm sure you've okay. been asked the bigger questions like a million times. So I want hey, to try I'm to ready, hit you with man. something. Hopefully a little different <laughs> yeah so first off why why vegas because i i thought that was a very interesting choice to center a hero because we we always get the big cities we always get new york is always like yeah. we're always in new york california sometimes yeah but to go with vegas and when you think about it that's a, it's an amazing city 
to choose to have a hero. So what made you choose Vegas? So, and I appreciate you asking that, man, because that's a, that's a good question. I, I, so I'm all about in, in writing, in storytelling, I like uh, stories with themes, right? So thematically, um, what are, what is Ace Blade about? Ace Blade is a dude who found out that people will do anything for money, right? Mm. And that situation that happens in the first comic, you know, him being betrayed by, by his friend for money, um, you know, that's what set his whole path off, right? He's fighting his whole life to become the best fighter in the world. And he finds out, oh, this dude has been setting up these fights. Like I wasn't really winning. I yeah. thought I was doing my best by, you know, being the best that in the world that I could be. And he's setting up fights. And now he's saying that I got to throw one. He's saying that I got to give up a fight so that, you know, he doesn't get hurt. I'm not doing that. I want to prove that I'm the best. Right. Right. So thematically he's, it's him versus the money. Right. And Vegas is a place that people go to hit it big. Right. They go, and risk it all, you know, they go out there and gamble. Me and my wife just came back from Las Vegas. So oh, I, yeah? know, but I know I know better than anybody. <laughs> what's what's your game? There. What's what's your game? What you what's your go-to gambling game? Man, I I like uh blackjack. Me too. Not, that's that's me. I'm blackjack all day. I'll sit yeah. at that table all day long. My wife is actually good at it, but I'm <laughs> I just I just like sitting there, but I'm I I've had better luck on the slots, like the okay. slot machines I've had better luck on. Um, but yeah, so just thematically, man, just just having a place where people go. And I mean, it, it's really anywhere in the world, but Vegas is kind of the 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 pinnacle of, you know, go here and risk it, you know, risk risk your money to do, you know, to get more money. And um, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of times it doesn't work out for people. And uh, you'll see most of the most of the villains that um, that we've created were based off of, you know, they they got their powers because of something sketchy they did trying to get money, or you know something like that. So um, you know that's just thematically, I think the one of the better places to to put a, a villain about. I mean, a, a hero that's about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I you know I, I realized that, and I I would like I I wanted to ask you because I I was wondering if it was something where you just went well you know, we already had the name Ace Blade, so you just went along with, well, Ace Blade, you know, cards, aces, mm -hmm. where do you play cards? If it was like one of those things or if mm -hmm. it was it was developed along with the story? So it, it happened backwards, actually. So he, like I said, the co-creator, he had already had him in Vegas. He was already, and he did, He that was why he had the, he had the spade, the spade was his logo. And he was like, I want him to be in, you know, the gambling city. We play cards. He's in Vegas. But me as a as a writer, you know, having to, um, you know, use what use what I already have. You know, the story sprung out of that. So why why in Vegas? Because of the money. Okay, money is a, you know, a universal thing. The love of money is the the root of all is a root in all evil. Um, so how can I use that to to build this character, you know, for the long haul for you know two hundred and fifty you know, issues in my brain. Um, so yeah, it, it happened backwards and forward at the same time. Yeah. No, that makes sense, man. I, like I said, I love the choice. I think it's a great choice. It's, it's, it's definitely refreshing. Um, you know, not seeing them just like I said, in New York, right. Because that's mm -hmm. where, where we always get, or, you know, a made up New York, like a, like yeah, a yeah. Gotham or a metropolis where it's just, 
It's basically just a New York or a Chicago kind of thing. And it's, it's bright like, New York and dark New York. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just like, okay, man, you know, it's the same thing. You could have just called it New York. You didn't have to be special and give it a new city, right. a new name, right. or whatever. Um, so you, you do most of the writing on this. Yes, um, pretty much all the writing for for Ace Blade. Um, okay, Ace Blade. I, I've I've written, you know, I want to say ninety seven percent of everything that's come out. Um, recently, we 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 did hire a uh, a creator who he sent me a story. He uh, in the fifth issue, um, when we were doing it on Kickstarter, he sent me a, a story, and it's a, a guy that I know that I've known for years in North Carolina. He was like, "Man, I got an idea for a story for Ace Blade. I'm just gonna write it and send it to you." And I was like, cool, man, you know, cool. Just send it to me. And he sent it. And I was like, yo, this is exactly what Ace Blade, like, this is exactly something that Ace Blade would do. Um, nice. And I was like, how much, you know, can I pay you to to put this in my book? And he was like, absolutely, you can pay me. I don't, you know, <laughs> of course you can pay me to put it in your book. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hired him and he and he um he found an artist and uh, I lettered the I lettered and did the design for it. And um, you know, we added it as an add-on for our Kickstarter. So if we you know, got the, I think it was seven seventy five hundred dollars at the time, we would add these four pages. I was already going to add them anyway. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it was like, you know, just add it as a stretch goal. Marketing, so that we can sure. afford it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, you know, and, you know, it was, it was kind of cool. So I'm, I'm all, I'm actually looking forward to, to hiring more people to write for Ace Play now that I, you know, that I have the themes in my head and I know, you know, the direction that, that I want Ace Play to go in. But, um, the majority of it, yeah, I've written. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's that's the magic of comics, you know, bringing in different, once you establish the character, bringing in different writers, different artists, different illustrators to, mm -hmm. to give the character more. You know, some of the, the best stories of some of our favorite characters are not written by the original creators. Like, the yeah. best Batman stories are not written by, um, what's his name? Bob, yeah. yeah. It, they're not, you know? So it's, some of the best X-Men stories are not written by Stan Lee. It's just, exactly, yeah. it's, and that's, that's super dope that you're getting to a level of recognition where other people want to write your character. Like, that's incredible. I, I don't know if it's the recognition or, or just, you know, people, people out here hustling like we are, man. Like they, you know, um, and that's what I respect from, uh, from people is that they, you know, they're always reaching out and they're like, hey, man, you know, I, I, I got this idea for Ace Blade. I want to draw this. And, you know, if I <laughs> and one of the bad things about me is that if I can afford it, I'm going to get it. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I can afford it, I'm I'm going I'm going to get it, man. So, so it's the, like the theme of money is not something just an Ace Blade. It runs through your yeah. entire life. huh? <laughs> exactly. Money is I'm, a big driving factor. I'm, fight, I'm fighting that Ace Blade fight myself, man. So like somebody somebody's like. Um, like we just did uh, in February, they do a thing called Harryberry, right? So they had artists, you know, draw our characters. Wow. You know, so Ace Blade got picked, um, got picked as one of the days of the month for people to draw Ace Blade, right? And all these artists were just, you know, sending in these sketches and and whatever that they did. And I was like, yo, if I can buy every one of these, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's dope to have people draw your stuff. And I was like, listen, um. You know, this one, um, this one came in and I was like, hey, how can I get the, the sketch? He was like, hey, man, buy my comics and I'll send it to you. I was like, hey, bet. Yeah. I'm buying, your, I'm buying all nice trade off. Yeah. He, he, uh, I bought them. He sent them to me, you know, and I um, and now I got me an Ace Blade sketch and I'm going to put up on my wall. So 
and that's part of you know networking and and you know just me being you know loving loving the craft and art that that people put in so um absolutely absolutely man for sure for sure so as as the writer i wanted to ask you and i I want to preference this by saying, like, I don't, <laughs> I, I hope this doesn't come off in any kind of like, you know, rude or, or disrespectful way, but Sorry. you know, the, uh, <laughs> we, as comic book readers, you understand that there is always going to be a level of, for lack of a better word, cheesiness to the writing, right? Like it's a comic book, like it's supposed to be sure. fun. Not everything is going to be serious. There's going to be, like I said, just some cheesiness to it. And when I was reading this, there's a moment in here where um, the character, is it, you say it Rooster or Rosta? Rooster. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Rooster, um, and I guess this is a, a little bit of a spoilers for the comic, but, uh, you know, they, they, they kidnap Chuck and, and Ace Blade and jumping out the back uh -huh. and hashtag yeah. you're dead. And I, I read that and I was like... <laughs> I was like, well, that was kind of corny, but you know, it's it's, it's par corny. for the course, right? As yeah. a comic book, it's like you gotta have that. You gotta have that level of just corny cheesiness to yeah. it. And you you expect it. So as a writer, as a comic book writer specifically, how do you find that balance? Like, how do you find that balance of like seriousness mm -hmm. and like, okay, let me let me throw in a little cheese here for for the audience? Um <laughs> For me, it's it's exactly that, man. Like, I don't want people to, um, I'm not Frank Miller, right? I don't want people to take um, the stories too seriously, right? Like, there's serious stuff going on, there's serious themes going on, but I want you to be able to enjoy it, right? I want you to be able to step back and be like, yo, that was, I want you to say, yo, that was kind of cheesy, bro. Like, <laughs> like that was, <laughs> that was a little outlandish, you know? And, and um, me, I'm, you know, I'm a father of, of four, four wonderful children. And, um, that's like some of the best times are the really cheesy moments that I can do my best to embarrass my children. Like I, I literally got on TikTok with in, in the hopes of embarrassing my children in front of all their friends, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's just the type of person that I am. I always try to bring some kind of some levity into it. And I think that's, that's one of the reasons that I, that I love comics is because, you know, characters like Deadpool are never going to take the situation too seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, Things are going on in the world, like right now, things are things are happening in the world that are really, really crazy. But they are. if you don't take a moment to just look around and enjoy life, you know, it'll it'll stress you out. It'll it'll kill you. So, yeah. you know, I just think that that's that's something important to do, um, you know, is just to put moments like that. And that's that's just one of the best ways that I can do it. For sure, man. Like, like I said, and. You know, I saw that and there were a couple other moments in there and I was just like, yeah, this That's feels like, of. yeah, I'll, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every one of them. Not, at no point was I like, ah, oh, this is, this is lame. Let me just, I don't want to read this anymore. It was like, nah, I, I get writing, it. As long as I'm writing Ace Blade, I can guarantee you there's some cheesy moments. Like, um, I'm going to send you Ace Blade number five and uh, you'll see, like, there's some, there's uh, some callbacks to like popular superhero moments in there um that people were like yo don't don't put that in the book man it's breaking up the action i'm like do you know me like have you met me i'm definitely i'm definitely putting it in there because it fits to me like i would yeah. like and, and when i wrote it you know it it reminded me i'm i'm just gonna tell you what it, i'm just gonna tell you what it is so i'm all i'm all for it <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what it is so there's a moment in uh ace blade number five villain season right so the whole story is ace blade 
um, against these four other villains, right? He has to fight one, then he has to fight two, and then he fights the whole, he fights, uh, you know, those three plus another one all together. And I was like, yo, this is like the forming of the evil Avengers. So, <laughs> so uh, when they, when they all had to fight Ace Blade, one, uh, one of the, one of the characters, Blackjack is like, yo, we're not, we can't just attack him. We need a plan. And then Gutshot looks back and says, oh, I have a plan. Attack. Right. Ah, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I straight up stole, you know, the Avengers line. And I was like, yo, people, some people are going to get this yeah. because we, you know, they love the Avengers. And then some people are going to be like, yo, that was super corny, which it is. But, you know, to me, it's just a Look, little. It worked when Robert Downey Jr. said it. So, yeah, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it worked when Robert Downey Jr. said it. So why not? I like, I like stuff like that. RDJ said it. DJQ can say it too. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can make exactly it happen. Right. It works. I think it works, man. You know what? It's what one of the things I love the most about comic books um, and reading them is, you know, when when we watch movies and things like we we try to avoid spoilers nowadays, like you don't want to know what's happened and things like that. But for me, for comic books, I don't mind it because, Mm -hmm. A, you're always going to have spoilers because comics have been around much longer than I've been alive. So it's Mm -hmm. like there's only so much I can avoid. Right. But there's in comics, there's always those smaller moments that Mm -hmm. even if you know, beat for beat, how the story is going to play out, I guarantee you there's a moment in that book that you don't know about that will take you by surprise or that will give you an extra emotion or make you feel a certain kind of way. And I really like those smaller moments. So even you like telling me exactly what's going to happen, like, I'm even more excited to read it now. I'm like, let me, where, where's the other little, you know, the yeah. other little corny lines and, and, <laughs> and hints and tricks and stuff. Yeah. I'm it's excited. Not the, it's not the only one. And I, and the, and the thing is, is that just like you said, in how we talked about earlier, everybody is from a different background. So there are things that you're going to see, you know, in, in the story that, you know, somebody else would have missed. So no matter if they spoiled the ending for you, no matter if, you know, I tell you that, oh, he's got to fight all of these characters. It's the, you know, there are parts that are going to be personal to you that might not have been personal to the, you know, to the other person. They might have just been reading it for the story. Like people have been reading X-Men for 40 years right. and just now realizing that it was a, you know, it's an allegory for civil rights. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> crazy. <ain't> it? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So, you know, it's, you know, comics and, and, and all stories are like that. So that's that's why we love them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like the choice you made with um, there's a moment in here and I believe it's in either issue three or four where, you know, they, they snatch up street, which is one of the the members of the villain team. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're in the car and Ace Blade just takes his mask off. And mm-hmm. she's like, Lady Lux, like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's hot. Like, what do you mean? I can't. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I'm having a hard time breathing. It's, it's hot under this mask. And he's like, you don't want to, like, that's your secret identity. He's like, bro, whatever. Like, I'm hot. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I just, I love that moment. I loved it, man. And that's what I mean. Those little moments like that where it's just, even if I knew beat for beat how this story was going to play out, it's those small moments that I really appreciate. And it's just, you don't always hear about those. Like that's that's great. That's a phenomenal moment because he's you straight up attacked. Like you know, we're, I'm not doing this whole vigilante thing. Like it's it's me, bro. Like I'm un, I'm under here. Like I'm 
I'm beating people up and I'm I'm seeking revenge and I don't yeah. care. It is what and it you, is. And at this point in the and and again, so I I've told I've told people in the past like the first the first two books, Ace Blade one and two are full of comic book tropes, right? So everything that you've seen, you know, from comic books, the tragic past, the 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 person close to him dying, you know, all of that stuff, the betrayal. Um, there's plenty of comic book tropes in it, but then issue three and four were where I kind of separated Ace Blade from everything that you know. And that, that was kind of marketing too, because, you know, I want Ace Blade to seem familiar to people. He's a new character, but I want him to feel like something that they've already read before, right? Right. But then in issue three and four, like you get to see why he's different, right? So him taking off the mask in front of, in front of what he would, what he would see as a, as a, as a villain, um you know it's just one of those things and um you know there's plenty of moments like that and then at the same time at that point he's not thinking about he's not saying i'm gonna be ace blade forever he just threw this mask on so that he can get revenge on this dude who did him wrong like he's not in the mindset of i need to protect my secret identity so why would he keep it on yeah um, absolutely so yeah absolutely man I and speaking of, speaking <laughs> of tropes man this the you you love using comic book tropes, bro, because one Absolutely. of my favorite part, I would say my favorite part about this entire, you know, like I said, package you got going on here is the the fucking Easter egg section. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, I got it and I'm I'm flipping through it and I'm admiring it and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I get to the back and I'm like, this dude did a whole section <laughs> But just Easter eggs of his own damn co- like, I'm like, if this ain't the comic booky is of comic book things he could have possibly done. Oh, this is great, and I read every single one of them. And you know, I know you said you wanted three and four to be different, issue mm-hmm. three and four to be different, and you pointed that out in the Easter egg section because I did notice right away. I'm like, okay, this art style just changed drastically. Right, like, this mm-hmm. is clearly not the same person. I didn't know how far apart these issues had come out, but I'm like, this is, he's going to hold, this is a whole different artist for sure. And you put in the Easter egg section in the opening of that book, he he's in his mind about how everything is different and how things are Mm -hmm. changing. And you say that is also a reference to the fact that there is a new artist drawing the Ace Blade comic. Now that's brilliant, man. That's brilliant writing. (laughs) Like, and then the fact you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just, I'm not even gonna mess around. I'm gonna just let y'all know that not only did I put the Easter egg in it, but I'm gonna point it out myself. So we're not no, just man. speculating about this. Like, yeah, it is an Easter egg, dude. And that is just it, great, like, man. Hey, man. I listen. First of all, I appreciate you reading the comic, and I appreciate you, you know, uh, checking out the Easter eggs, man. People don't, you don't know how much it means to 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 like somebody like me who who like I spent time I spent time on these, man. Like. Yeah. I spent time, you know, um, discussing these comics and, and writing and trying to create something that, that's impactful and, and enjoyable to people. And uh, just just for you to read not just the four books, but the 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 Easter egg section and, you know, the, the additional comics and stuff like that, man, I, I, I appreciate it so much for real. Yeah, absolutely. Even the, the, the mini comics you have in the back are even, even and it's it's very clear how far you've come you know what i mean from that issue one to just even the mini comics they even those seem art wise writing wise just seem like you can see the progression in in everything that you've done you know and again that's not 
I, I don't want it to come off as if like the first ones are bad or anything, but you know, no, were, anything you do, you're supposed to, <laughs> <laughs> <There we go. laughs> man, look, anything you do, anything you're passionate about and you're trying to, to do, you, you want to progress. And sure. if you're not seeing the progression, then that's not good. And so like, it's a noticeable progression and that's, that's fantastic, man, that you that's see true. it. Like, cause yeah, even those mini comics look, look phenomenal. I'm like, th no, this is like, this is now, you know, this is DC Marvel quality Appreciate because, you know, it, I noticed yeah. in the beginning and it, you know, some of your fight scenes and stuff, your background would just be like a solid color. Mm -hmm. But like, these are like, no, you're like full backgrounds. Like you still see the street, you still see the environment. I'm like, nah, he, he, he turned up. He definitely did. He, he moved forward. And that's, dude, that's great. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah. And I, I agree with you, man. Like you said, if, um, if you're not growing, then, you know, you, you don't either don't love what you're doing or you're not taking it seriously enough, I think. And, um, and we, my, one of my missions is to make sure people know that we are serious about, you know, making these comics. Like I said, we've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. And we're trying to trying to do it for 10 more, you know? So, um, you know, it's just a progression. And, and now we're starting to, 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 like you said, get more people involved and, and tell more stories. And then we're able to do them um, faster and, and, um, and better at the same time. So um, absolutely, man, we, we're just trying to, we're trying to get, we're trying to be like, y'all, man, once, if I can get me a background, <laughs> like if I can give me some led lights, bro, I'll, I'll know I'm at the next level. Man. I'll reach the, reach the upper level here <laughs> you're funny man yeah you got you got to get you some bro they they definitely uh they, they add a little pop they definitely they make do, things man. look they more do. expensive than they are because <laughs> it's just even the lights themselves man you're like damn how much he paid for them lights look bro right. amazon trust me they ain't <laughs> legit they legit. not they they not as as much as you think they are but they make they show they sure shit look good you know what i mean they add, so, to, the, they add to the uh to the frame for real bro. yeah definitely definitely so there's one more there's one more thing from the easter egg section that i want to talk about mm -hmm. you say that um People ask you all the time, why did Lady Luck have the costume in her closet? And you say every time your answer is different. <laughs> so I want to know what the current answer is. What's the answer? Why did she have that? Why does she have a skin tight purple suit in her closet that fits a man for some reason? A, a, a pretty large man at that. What was going on with that, bro? Um, you know, she was she she's worked a lot of jobs in the past, you know. <laughs> Um, and you know, one of them, I just tell people, you know, she was a bouncer, you know, she, she, she worked as a bouncer. She got a little, a little fitness, you know, thing going on and she worked alongside some bouncers you know, she had to, um, you know, keep these costumes just in case somebody needed to come over and change or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, there's, there's really no reason though. Like <laughs> there's li literally plot. no it's reason. A, it's plot. It's just what it is. It's a hundred percent plot at that point, but um, but yeah, there, you know, there just had to be a reason for it to be there. And I'm like, I can't really think of a, like, I didn't want to put it in the story for her to be like, oh yeah, Ron left these over here or, you yeah. know, like, there's, oh, there's certain things you just, and, yeah, you just gotta, there's certain things you just can't have an explanation. You're like, I, I need you to not think too much about this. Exactly. So we're going to just speed through it. Like, just don't, don't, right yeah, don't think too much about it. Cause if you do, that's when the problems start. Just don't think too much about it. We're just gonna keep moving. We're gonna keep moving. Stanley, uh, Stanley, Stanley said one time, uh, 
when it came to like how stuff worked, he would talk about how like superpowers or how somebody got their powers or something like, oh, he got hit by an x-ray. And he was like, keep it as simple as possible because <laughs> the, the simplest uh, explanations always work. Like if you try to get too complex, people are going to, you know, start trying to pick it apart. Oh, the particle rays uh, uh, froze the negative uh, energy into, nah, he got hit by a beam and now he's, <laughs> that's it. Now he turns into a green monster. That's that, like, we that's all you need to know. <laughs> He gets mad and he turns big and green because exactly. of a ray. How does that happen? Because of a ray, bro. Gamma. You ever ray. heard of gamma radiation? Exactly. No? Well, look, I guess you got more research to do. So <laughs> exactly. Stan Lee, man. I love I love me some Stan Lee, bro. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for Ace Blade, man, I there's one thing about it that bugged me a bit. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, but every cover he has these dual katana swords when are we gonna see him use these damn swords man probably never like somebody brought that up um when we put out the third book and they were like yo he where's like why doesn't he have the swords you know what i'm saying so <laughs> where are so, they i don't know I don't, literally I there's two of them the, there's two of them right so literally, I wrote into the fourth book that he has two blades in in his hand. Technically, they're not swords. <laughs> you saw they're not swords. He just literally wrapped some wrapped some metal, wrapped some uh some um, pixie dust, which is an next. He went into this experimental thing and he found these two pieces of cloth wrapped them around these two pieces of, of metal. And technically, he's got two swords. But uh, you know, I. You know, <laughs> somebody definitely brought that up to me. They were like, "Bro, he when is he gonna when is he gonna use the swords?" He's, I'm like, he has to use "Yeah, hey, where these sword skills at, man? I can't even help you, bro. Even- every, every cover, he like this, <laughs> two swords. Let's go." And I'm just like, "Where these swords at? When, when are we getting though? these swords? What's where happening, though, bro? I can't. No, yeah. that's that's funny. I mean, his name, Eventually. his blade is in his name. How is he not wielding blades?" eventually we, we're gonna get there eventually even in even like the, the commissions that people do he's got two swords every, I know. Like almost every time every and time I just, I just haven't put him in a situation to use them like <laughs> <laughs> i gotta figure it out i gotta figure it out soon we gotta you gotta work on that man you gotta work on that like i said n- nothing crazy i just wanted to know i'm just like where are these fucking yeah. swords at, bro? <laughs> what are we doing oh man yeah. so what what got you you're a comic book creator now Mm-hmm. What got you into reading comics initially? Oh man, um, really, The Incredible Hulk, man. I had um, actually did not grow up reading comics at all, right? I get um, that. Me neither. I I didn't either. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have you know comic book stores where I was, and like I said, it wasn't until I was older that I realized that regular people made comics. So, um, but I I watched literally every cartoon that was on was, TV. Yep, I was the same way, man. Um, yeah. Where where did you grow up? Um, Montgomery County, North Carolina. Gotcha. Yeah. See, so I grew up in like, Chicago, so yeah. Where I was, there, there was no comic book stores. The yeah, the closest man. thing I got to a comic was if they didn't throw the Sunday paper away, I got to read Garfield. That yeah, was pretty I could much read it. Garfield and, and Boondocks and and Dilbert, I could read that. Yeah. But you know, actual comic book with superheroes, nah. But mm-hmm. I I absolutely watched. Every episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep, the I Justice League. 
Justice Titans, uh, all of that. I watched every every cartoon that I could possibly, you know, see. I would watch it. And uh, you know, some of my favorites were, you know, Spider-Man and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, and stuff like that. But as an adult, <clears throat> you know, I want to say they they did a I want to say the first comic book that I bought myself was World War Hulk, right? Oh, they wow. had this they had this um you know, series going on where it was Hulk versus everybody. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I need to, like, like I need yeah. to see what happens in this because Hulk should be able to smash everything, right? Um, they, um, I think one of my friends told me, yo, Hulk, uh, the the Iron Man, they blasted Hulk into the into the into the outer space because he was too dangerous and he came back wanting to beat everybody up. And I was like, Hey, I need to read that. Yeah. So, you know, as an adult, I'm, I'm looking for a comic book store. I found one in Chapel Hill, you know, and, um, you know, I just started buying the books and, um, and ever since then, I've just, I've bought like, bruh, if you know, if you knew how much money I've spent on comic books in the past 15 years, bro, it's, it's ugly. Oh, I'm sure, man. It's, it's easy too. Cause they get you, they reel you in. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, the books, it's only like four bucks. It's like four oh, bucks man. a book. Then yeah. next thing you know, you got 50 books in your hand and you like, yeah. Oh shit. Um, how much my total is now? How much that costs? How much all this? Literally spent $200 today, bro. And me, man, you know what? I'm a, I am a sucker, bro. A sucker for variant covers. I'm a yeah. sucker for it. Cause I'll yeah. see the regular book and I'm like, where the variant at? Let me find it. And yeah. then sometimes the variants like a couple dollars more. And then sometimes it's like a hundred dollars more. And I'm like, yeah. but do you see it? Like it, yeah. look how beautiful. I, I just had to talk myself out of buying a, the, the new black Panther ongoing black Panther series right now. Yeah. Issue four just came out and I was in the comic book store and there was a beautiful, beautiful variant of, of Shuri on it and it was a hundred bucks and i'm just like ah oh, it looks so good and i had to talk myself out of it but i wanted that damn book so bad bro i've <laughs> i've i've been uh i've been been gotten by the variant covers too but it's it's even worse for me because like as i've worked in comics like i've gotten to know some of the people who make you know what i'm saying like yeah. things. and it's like yo sanford green has a variant cover on this Luke Cage. I literally have to buy it. Like, I don't yeah. even have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a choice. I have to buy it. I know this dude, and I'm going to see him in two months when I go to Charlotte. So I have to buy this book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it's 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 terrible. And yeah. But but at the same time, it helps, though, because um, we do variant covers for all of our books. And uh, I just found, like, five variant covers for for ace blade one through five ace blade one through four that we never even released like we never even printed them yeah i so, saw you uh, post the one um you you had one a famous i can't remember who the artist was but you had like a, a really big yeah a really big guy draw one for you that's yeah we um that's amazing we, we did we print we only printed like 25 of them like when we first did the first ace blade mm. we had it colored um, by another, by a colorist, and we never printed that version of the cover. So that's one thing that I'm thinking about doing for this this tenth air, like for Ace Blade number six when it comes out in April or May. Um, whenever we do the Kickstarter, I'm I'm thinking we're gonna offer all of those, you know, those covers for uh, 
because we literally never print them. Like I don't, yeah. I don't even have them because we never printed them. So oh, you shouldn't um, have told me that, man. I'm gonna start saving my coin now for that variant, bro. Hey, no, don't even worry about. It. I got you, bro. We, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you some. I'm gonna send you some heat um, under the table. Don't even worry. Oh about it. man, oh man, oh boy. Oh, I, I ain't charging a hundred dollars for nothing. All, all our variants. <laughs> Are either five or ten dollars. So uh, I mean that that's fair, bro. That's fair. It's funny your uh, your comic book story of how you got into reading is is fairly similar to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just started reading comic books at this point. I guess about seven years ago now. Which t- to be reading comics is nothing. You know what I mean? Like seven years is nothing. Like there are people who've been reading for 20, 30 years. Legit. So I'm still young in the game. You know. <clears throat> And uh, I didn't start reading comics until I got to college because I went to college and on my college campus, there was a comic book store there. And I remember seeing it and I was, I went to NIU, so Northern Illinois University. Okay, yeah. There's a comic book store on the campus. And, you know, by the time I went to college, this was, I went the year Avengers, the first Avengers came out in 2012. I went to university in 2013. So this was right, you know, and I, I was, in the movies bro i was like this this is incredible like i can't believe i had been missing out on this my whole life and i had already got to the point where i'm like i'm doing the research on the movies like i'm i'm Mm -hmm. uh you know watching the videos of the easter the comic book easter eggs and and all this and that and (laughs) people who listen to us they've probably heard me tell this story like a million times but I, I tell it to everybody I talk to for the first time again. But, you know, so I, I, I didn't read comics until I got to college and I found the comic book store. And I was like, this is this is incredible. So I would go there like in between classes. And, and for the first little while, I'm a broke college student. Right. So sometimes I'm just going in there and I'm sitting for hours just looking through mm-hmm. the the, you know, thousands of books they have because I'm just overwhelmed. I'm like, there's so much stuff. I don't even know where to start. But the first comic books I bought was actually a set. It's funny because you say you bought World War Hulk. I actually bought Civil War, which is one of the stories leading up to World War Hulk. It takes place like right before. Um, So that was the first comic set I ever bought was the seven issues of Civil War because they had just did the announcement of the the movie slate. So I knew it was coming out. It wasn't there yet, but I I saw the cover of it and I was like, I got to read this. I want to read it. Let me, uh, let me keep talking, but I got to show you something. Yeah. I was like, let me pick this up. So I picked up civil war first comics I bought. And from there, yeah, I just, I fell in love with reading the stories. And that's when I really realized that while these movies are great, they're barely scratching the surface at this point of like the depths of the comic books. Like there's so 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 much to it. There's so many brilliant stories. There's so many more smaller interactions and, you know, the civil war, we, the movie we got, which is one of my favorite Marvel movies is still drastically different from, from the comic book because the comic book is the entire Marvel universe versus the, you know, 10, 12 characters we got in the movie. And, but yeah, so once, once I did that, man, I got hooked. That's a representation of how much they can't like, I love comics because you can literally do anything, right? Yeah, you can, anything. And they're ridiculous. Make, comics are fucking ridiculous. 87 characters in a in a little time fighting on a boat. Like, whatever yeah. you want to do, you can do. But you can't do that stuff at, at the scale in the movies. Like, 
the stuff that they did with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and the and what's what I think is gonna happen with uh, Multiverse and Madness, bro. It bro, might... it's it's mind-boggling. I I've tried not to think about Multiverse of Madness that much yeah. just because of how much potential there yeah. is with that movie for them to just do so much nonsense. I'm yeah. just, I I don't even want to think about it. Like it people can, have all go. these theories, and I'm just like I don't even. I don't, I don't even I'm, care. I, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna I'm watch, just watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna just watch the movie. <laughs> I'm don't even come at me with that. The, the day that I can go see it, the day that it comes out, I'm gonna find a way to go see it. I'm gonna take it off work. I'm gonna see it early, and then I'll go later with my family. But absolutely, uh, yeah. But that's one of the reasons you love it, like because, like you said, Civil War was was a massive undertaking, and like you can't do that with you know a. a a 10 billion 10 million dollar budget like you would have to pay dang on everybody every actor in the world to get yeah, pretty like much <laughs> yeah to, to get something like that to happen on screen they just have a um, checklist at that point like who we missing who, <laughs> who we, we need the human torch still okay who's who's left who what actors we uh, got left is Sydney Portier still alive no, <laughs> not, not, I can't we can't we, can't, we don't there's nobody left there's yeah. nobody left <laughs> who, who we need to cast still Oh, we uh, lock jaw. We got a bulldog somewhere. Somebody get a dog. Wait, <laughs> get the dog, go please. Find a, go find a bulldog. Yeah. Paint them, paint them brown, and uh, let's let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah, go round them up, man. I don't know what we got. So much left to do. So who who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character? Or okay, three part question. One: Are you more of a Marvel or DC fan? Two. Who is your favorite character? And three, who is your favorite character to read? Because I feel like sometimes those answers are different. Yeah. Um, um, I think I'm more, I'm a more, I read more DC comics, but uh, Marvel films. Um, yeah. Understandably so. so. Yeah. Um, and I think my favorite character has got to be Deadpool. Deadpool is, is, is my go-to answer for uh, my favorite character. Like I said earlier, he just never takes anything too seriously. And um, my company is called Fourth Wall Productions because of the break the fourth wall thing. Ah, you should, that should be in the Easter egg section, man. It Put it in I the Easter egg. <laughs> we got the name in. from Deadpool. Put it in there. <laughs> Put it in Ace Blade 5. Ace Blade six. 5. Uh, but my favorite to read... Uh, Man, that's a that's tough. I, uh, right now it's um, right now it's uh, Sojourner, um, the Far Sector, the Green Lantern um, from um, from from Far Sector, hmm. is my favorite right now. N.K. Jemison is is really killing that series, and um, man, it's there's there I can't answer that question. Like my favorite that, yeah. to read is it's always it's always black characters though. I'll tell you that. Uh, Fair enough, I just man. With Naomi and um. Naomi was good. Um, the comics were good. The TV show is 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 not great. Um, and um, Nubia, Nubia was good. But um, oh, the King the Conqueror series that just ended up the that five that six issue run, it was really really good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to pick that one up because I I read. Did you read Timeless? I was just talking about this. I didn't. I didn't uh, read Timeless. Yeah, I just finished up the yeah. So I read Timeless. Timeless is good. I really enjoyed that story. And that's just like a one shot. That's like a one and done. Yeah. And I think it probably it was right after, the, the... right after the series. Okay. So it was after. Okay. 
Yeah, no, timeless is good, man. There's um the the <laughs> it's funny because the 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 six issue series was a it's a loop, so it was either before or after. Either way, it's the the same. Oh wow, that's funny. That's clever too. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, man. Uh timeless. Um, there's a moment in it, but it's basically uh Kang the Conqueror goes back to visit this this um professor who is like an expert on like supervillains. And this mm-hmm. professor goes on to write this this book or this thesis or what have you or whatever, right? Um, about who the supervillain he felt had the greatest impact um in like the last century or whatever and he ultimately decides that it's dr doom Mm -hmm. and he's this you see this professor sitting in his office and he's pinning something down he's writing something and kang the conqueror pops up and the the dude immediately knows who he is he's like you're you're kang Mm -hmm. the conqueror and he's like um you know how you're about kang's like i'm I'm gonna paraphrase but he's like you know how you're about to write um that dr doom (laughs) is like the most impactful villain yeah i'm a I'm, that shit ain't right, bro. It's me. And I'm about to show you why it is me. And it's just, and I mean, obviously he said it more elegantly than I did, but yeah. that, that's why I love reading comics, right? Because in your mind, things play out a little differently. Because that's yeah. how I heard it. I was like, yeah. nah, he just rolled like, up bro, on dude. And bro, the guy's don't like, erase that. Don't erase yeah. that. he's, like, he's like, how do you even know? I just wrote that like two seconds ago. And he's like, I know. I mean, you're going to write it and you're going to publish that book. And honestly, it's going to do really well. But I'm telling you right now, it's wrong. Let's go. And he takes this dude throughout time to prove to him why he's a better villain than Dr. Doom. And then he ultimately ends up confronting a Dr. Doom. He finds that there's a, like a, almost like the Loki series where there's a a timeline that's supposed Mm -hmm. to end, but it's not somehow there's someone holding this timeline together. And he realizes he's like, I already know, I already know that's a doom. Let's go kill him. Let's go. And, uh, it, we, it turns out that it's actually Reed Richards. Oh yeah. And this version of Reed Richards killed Dr. Doom. He replaced his two eyes with the time and reality stones, infinity stones. And he takes on the persona of doom because he's like, I'm just trying to save this place. And there are people who thought I was crazy. And so I had to take care of those people. And ultimately I, I couldn't be referred to as anything other than doom. And wow. I'm just like, this is it's, bro, comics, are, man. Comics are like that, man. It'd be like, bro, I'm like the twist. Comics have been full of twists forever. Yeah. And you still don't know. Because there's so many possibilities. Because it could literally be anybody. Like, like, and whoever the writer is can make it make sense. You know. Yeah. As definitely. long as you don't, like you said, as long as you don't think too hard about it, you can enjoy it. Absolutely. And, and I love that. Yeah. Um. And I, I kind of spent. Sometimes I get I get ahead of myself. There's a a new a new segment of the show we're trying to introduce, and we're calling it um, Comic Call Out because I just. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm consciously for, forcing myself to read more comics, yeah. uh, because I just I every time I read them I'm just like why don't I read more of these I should read more, and you know life gets in the way 
So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to make myself like, just dedicate some time to myself to be like, let me sit down. Let me read a comic book. Let me, let me do this. Let me not turn on the television. Let me not hop in front of this computer screen. Let me not get on TikTok. Let me read some yeah. comic books and just up my knowledge and, you know, just do what I enjoy. So I'm, we, I'm introducing, we're introducing this new segment to the show called comic call out. And that's what I was going to talk about where we just talk about like a comic that we're reading at the moment. So that was the comic that I was reading. And you said, what, what have you been reading lately? Well, the green lantern story. Uh, Yeah. um, Far sector, far sectors. It's like a, it's like a detective thriller, but um, the, the, the green lantern is like, millions of light years away from anything that you know the green lanterns have ever you know been so she's out there on her own she can't call for backup and she's dealing with these three um nations who are you know experiencing uh conflict you know and she kind of has to be the one to to mediate and to um to to find out it's like it's like a a detective thriller really Mm. and uh there's a murder mystery and there's three different cultures that you never that we've never seen before the art is great and um you know it's introducing a new character and uh she's 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 dope you know what i'm saying so that sounds um, dope and that's a green lantern story it's a green lantern story but it's called far sector because you know how people were like about the legacy characters and you know oh yeah. you don't need a, you know what i'm saying like so she's a green lantern but it's called far sector um i think they named it that because you know they didn't they didn't want another green lantern book um with a black woman being a green lantern and people to be you know up and up in arms about it but it's a really good you know it was a really good series so i'm gonna, um, have, to, I'm gonna have to look into that for sure i read yeah, more marvel comics for sure but i want to get into more dc it's not that i don't like dc i just started off with marvel so that's just yeah. you know what i felt like i needed to catch up on but i definitely want to read some more dc and that sounds good and it yeah. makes sense because the green lanterns they always market themselves as intergalactic cops basically yep. so yeah of course there's gonna have to be some detectives and you know other yep. versions of just not just beat cops right like it's that's so that sounds super dope, man. It's, it was it was really good and I and I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm on um issue eight right now of, of I think there's twelve. I think there's twelve of them. Okay. Um it, and is it that's finished? Another, that's another um I think it I think it is finished. I, I but it's one of those series that I was that I was just buying because I knew I wanted I read like the first two issues and then I just kept buying them because I knew that I wanted to finish it and thankfully it stayed good. Yeah. And um you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to finish it eventually now. <laughs> for sure. Nice. That's what's up, man. All right. So that's, that's the comic call out for the, for the episode. I got to get that down. Um, Cause like I said, we're trying to, we're trying to do some two things here, but yeah. our, our always section of the show, right? So if you notice, so funny enough, our name, the name of our podcast, Capes, Cows and Close Calls. Um, I just kind of came up with on the spot. It was just, mm-hmm. I, I just, I always liked saying Cape and Cow. I just thought it was fun. And then I just, the close calls just kind of also just rolled with it. You know what I mean? And got to keep the the C sound. Exactly. So I was just like, oh, it just sounds cool. I sent it to Sean and he was like, dude, I love it. Let's, let's roll with that. Funny enough, I've met a lot of people who don't know what a cow is. And I'm like, are you really a comic book reader then? Because if you you don't. You're not even, you don't even read comics then. You you don't, don't you truly don't. Because everyone knows, everyone who reads comics knows what a cow is. So, if you've ever seen Batman, you know what a cow is. You that's gotta, what I'm saying. 
you gotta know that's what i'm saying it's ridiculous um so once we had the name you know i i was like well do we do something with the close calls part like do we do we really try to hit on that so we decided that we were going to so every episode we do what we call a close call which is just something that we can kind of argue or have different perspectives on you know sometimes it's simple stuff like was this the best batman movie or was this the best portrayal of spider-man and, and sometimes it's more you know um philosophical like does does race gender and sexuality matter when adapting comic book characters into live action sure. so yeah. we it, it varies so i got a few close calls for you we've also All been right. doing kind of this 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 would you rather thing these, these comic book mm -hmm. close calls on our on our tiktok that's kind of how we've been moving up so i got a few for you so before we get into that though because i also want to ask you this we're gonna do a we're gonna do a rapid round all right so all right. you would i'm based on the the story that i've read you would say ace blade is more of like a street level character right say it say it again oh i say you would say you would say ace blade is more of like a street level character right like a street level yeah, hero absolutely. right absolutely. so so let's let's I want to do a rapid round of who you feel like would win in a fight. So Ace Blade versus a bunch of people. Okay? Bet. First off, Ace Blade versus Batman. Okay. <laughs> I've had this conversation. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Listen, Terrell Durham can beat Bruce Wayne, but Ace Blade cannot beat Batman. Okay. There's Fair a difference. Enough. Batman has the gadgets, Ace Blade does not. I'll just leave it there. All okay. right. That works for me. That works for me. Okay. Ace Blade versus Daredevil. Daredevil. I, Dare I respect Daredevil too much. Okay. Fair enough. Ace Blade versus Iron Fist. Ace Blade. Iron Fist. I, I, don't, I don't respect Iron Fist. Ace Blade. <laughs> I love how you just like, I don't respect them. So no. It's only, it's only the TV show's fault because Iron Fist is a, is a G in the comics. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I think I'm going to know the answer to this one, but we're gonna, I'm going to ask anyway. Ace Blade versus Nightwing. First oh, Robin Dick Grayson. Man, Nightwing is a, is a savage, uh, but Ace Blade going to give him the work. Ace Blade okay. going to get him. Okay. Ace Blade versus Moon Knight. Moon Knight crazy, bro. Moon Knight, Moon Knight, <laughs> don't take that. Moon Knight's gonna take that. All right. Uh, Ace Blade versus Taskmaster. Oh, that would be a dope challenge that uh, that Ace Blade would would definitely rise to. I'm gonna give it to Ace Blade on that one. Oh, okay, okay. Ace Blade versus Deathstroke. Will we finally see a sword fight? <laughs> he got to bring both swords out, right? He's got to. <laughs> he got to bring both swords out for Deathstroke. But I, I think. Uh, I think I think Ace Blade can get Deathstroke. I think yeah, I think Ace Blade can get Deathstroke. Okay, okay. Ace Blade versus Captain America. Cap, bro. Have you seen you seen the uh, Winter Soldier? I've I, look, I've seen it. I've seen it. Cap is Cap is a G man. I he ain't is. messing with Cap. Man. He's something else, man. All right, Ace Blade versus Hawkeye. Man, you don't get uh, <laughs> get the Jeremy Renner out of here, bro. <laughs> Hey, if he if he if he a hundred yards away, okay, maybe, okay. But, maybe but not 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 hand say, to hand. You come to the street, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking him out if he if he you know within six feet of me. It's a wrap. All right, eight, last one: Ace Blade versus Green Arrow, similar to Hawkeye, but same. 
Same. Yeah, he too. He too rich. He too rich, man. It's a. This is the same. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> fair. Fair enough, man. All right. Cool. So we're we're in the close calls part. Let me. Uh, I got a couple would you rather's for you. All right. You ready? And we we've asked these on our TikTok. So I want to know your perspective. So one of the ones we asked was strip away all their other powers. We're only at, we're only focusing on these two abilities. Would you rather? Have the unbreakable skin of Luke Cage mm-hmm. or have Wolverine's healing factor. Now, we pose these questions and we try to give a bit more so it's not as easy of an answer as you may think. Like, that's really our goal. We want to we present it as a, a, as a closer call than people may realize, right? Yeah, because we're so, taking Wolverine off the bat. Yeah, Wolverine, but you feel all the pain, right? So... You get blown to a skeleton, you feel every every bit of that. But um, Luke Cage in pillageable skin, you he doesn't feel that pain. Like he, if he takes a if he he's taking a pumpkin bomb to the chest and he the worst that's happened is his shirt burned away. Yeah, I'm still going with the I'm still going with the um with Wolverine's healing factor because that also includes like sicknesses and stuff. Yeah. Like that's cancer, that's you know, radiation poison. That's that's all of that. Like tapeworms, I'm taking. I'm still taking Wolverine. I'll take the pain because I ain't uh, trying to. I'm not jumping into no. I'm not fighting no nuclear bombs anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I might get a shark bite from trying to swim out in the ocean too far, but I ain't I ain't trying to get atomized. You out say here. you ain't I'm doing none Wolverine. of that, huh? That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I've, I've had some people. Most people did go with uh, Wolverine on that, but I've had some people choose Luke Cage because one. They don't care for the pain or two. Yeah. I've had a couple of people even make the argument of like, uh, because of the healing factor, you know, Wolverine's lived a lot longer. And he's like, I don't, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't want to live that long. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, give me the impenetrable skin and let me die at a regular, a normal age. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I was yeah, like, so I, I can get it. That too. For sure. All right. Next one is, would you rather receive the perfect super soldier serum like Captain America or be trained by Batman for five years, understanding that it took Batman about five years to master all of his training. Nah, nah. Um, I don't ever want to be trained by Batman ever. (laughs) Um, Batman's a G, but it's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with him. There's no doubt about that. Um, so I wouldn't even want to spend time with Batman or Bruce Wayne. So I'm gonna take the super <laughs> soldier, I'm gonna take the super soldier serum. Fair enough, man. Fair hopefully enough. Hopefully it don't turn. Hopefully it don't turn me into no John Walker type. Yeah, but, well, uh, that's why we uh we we specify it's the perfect super soldier yeah. serum. So it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not the one that's gonna fuck up your mind to turn yeah. you into Red Hulk or nothing like that. You know what I mean? It's right. It's yeah. the one you're gonna be Captain America. Like, yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm down with that. You're gonna be there. But, you know, same thing. So most people did go with the super soldier serum. Um, there were some people who did choose Batman, too, because they, they, you know, they make the argument that you're not just learning fighting from Batman. Like, you're going to yeah. learn the detective skills. You're going to learn the technology skills. You're going to learn how to use these gadgets and master these weapons. And we've sure. seen Batman take down super soldiers, right? So, yeah, absolutely. And we've seen him train people to also do the same thing. So... Absolutely. Um, like look at Nightwing. Nightwing is a beast on his own. Nightwing, yeah. Nightwing, Nightwing is probably top five fighters in in comics. Period. Yeah. But, so, um, 
Nah, I need. <laughs> he I said, "Nah, I want to be able to throw the shield around." I need yeah. <laughs> fair enough, man. Fair enough. Everybody, this is what we got a lot. Everybody, do I get Batman's money if I choose him? Do I get his yeah, money? Exactly. He gonna like, teach me how to. He gonna teach me how to invest. Like, yeah. Can you teach me that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he just hands you millions of dollars, but let's just say you probably never have to worry about money right. again. Right, I'm sure yeah. if something happens, he got you. You know what yeah. I mean? So, all right, cool, cool. So let's see. Would you rather try to survive? So both of these people are trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Would you rather try to survive a week of trying to be killed by the Joker or mm-hmm. by Lex Luthor? God, no. Um, <laughs> the Joker or Lex Luthor? That's a tough one, bro. Like, I'm... <laughs> the Joker's going to make you scared for your life. Um... But Lex Luthor gonna intimidate you like he got like endless resources. Yeah. God, that's 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 a tough one. I think I would wanna be, I don't like being scared. So I'm gonna go with Lex Luthor. Lex- I'm gonna go with Lex Luthor. Cause he gonna he just gonna send a missile from the satellite and yeah. blow your whole spot up. Like it definitely <laughs> seems like Lex may torture you a bit less. Joker feel like yeah. You know, he might peel your skin off and laugh about it, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like ah. ever since I saw uh Dang, what was the um the injustice? Cause I didn't read the ooh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the comics first. So I, I watched the Injustice movie where he put the dang on uh kryptonite in the scarecrow uh serum yeah. and like was messing with Batman's brain and had him kill his own pregnant wife. I was like, bruh, nah. Yeah. That's, that's too far. That's sick, <laughs> that's man. Too He's far, sick. Bro. Nah, I'm yeah, I'm picking Lex Luthor. For sure, for sure. All right, cool. Would you rather be able to wield Mjolnir so you're worthy of wielding Thor's hammer yeah. or be chosen as a Green Lantern? Ooh. Man. So, we again, it, this one, it seemed, and I, I, I'm, I've advocated for this one a lot because I've, I've really pushed on people how much closer – this is than a lot of people realize yeah uh because we had a lot of people go with green lantern ring a lot of people go with green lantern ring um so i was the one that argued for for mjolnir because i wanted people to realize that it's not it's not as far away from me like they're they're closer thor's powers are are that's tough man that's tough that's a tough one for me and i like green lantern a lot i'm leaning towards green lantern but i might i might take mjolnir man uh you can do a lot with that hammer. You can and do a like, lot with that hammer. And nobody else can pick it up. Like that's, that's a, what I'm saying. That's a, special, that's a special thing, bro. You know what else? Uh, you ain't gotta recharge it. People forget that yeah, you gotta recharge you gotta, your Green Lantern ring. Yeah. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta put it in a lamp to nope. overnight. You ain't gotta put it in the microwave and, and cook it or whatever. <laughs> um I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Milner, man. Nice. Go nice. That'll be that'll be dope to, to carry around the the uh the Thor's hammer for a while yeah absolutely absolutely all right man so last one I got for you Mm -hmm. and this one's fresh this is this is not really really a would you rather this is just more of like a a question for you 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 saw the Batman yeah yeah overall give me your overall thoughts what'd you think of it um it was spectacular for me man I I really really enjoyed it but um I am a, I enjoy 
I like Batman the animated series and mm. I enjoy Detective Batman. Okay. I don't I really I'm I'm tired of you know superhero Batman who is you know 10 steps 10 steps smarter than everybody and can overcome like this one this Batman was damaged and he was he was clumsy. He was clumsy and he was trying to get to something. You know, yeah. he was trying to to figure out something and he had um you ever seen that show House with uh Hugh Laurie? I've I've seen clips and I've never really yeah. watched it, but I've seen like, some it, on it. That was one of me and my wife's favorite shows, you know, while it was on, where he would always have these aha moments. Like he ran into the right clue at the right time mm. to, you know, to to solve it. And it was that kind of thing. And I, I like those kind of stories because you he's finding out with the audience. Like I feel like I'm Batman because when he sees the clue, he gets he puts together the knowledge at the same time that I do. So right. I enjoy those kind of movies. And uh and I, I really, you know, I really enjoyed it. My children enjoyed it. Um, the older ones, the, the younger ones were scared because Riddler was <laughs> it, was he was off. It's a genuinely scary movie in parts for sure. Yeah. I was yeah, surprised. Yeah. I was like, wow, no, um, this is a couple times I was like, whoa, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. All but right. I, I thought it was I thought it was really good. It's probably it's probably top top two or top three for me. Okay, cool. So that leads so I, I also saw it. I saw it opening night. Um mm-hmm. When what Sean gets back from Mexico and he sees it, we'll do a full review. Okay. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I really did like it. Um, you know, everybody wants to know if it's the best Batman movie, best live action Batman movie. I don't know if I can say that just yet, but mm-hmm. I do think it's up there. This is one of my favorite on screen iterations of Batman. Yeah. I think Robert Pattinson did a great job. I, I really, really enjoyed the supporting cast. To me, yeah. this is the best live action Jim Gordon we've gotten and the yeah. best live action Catwoman we've gotten. Cat I think both spectacular. Um, what's his name? Um, Colin, Colin Farrell, was it? Colin Farrell as, uh, as the Penguin? He was great too. I was like, yo, I didn't even, I legit wouldn't have known it was him if people didn't tell me. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, I agree with you. Catwoman, even, um, what was her name? Anya, like uh, everybody in the movie did well. Even your boy from uh from Transformers who played Falcone, like <laughs> Yeah. Like, I thought I I was like, wait, that that is the dude. He's so <laughs> weird. What a weird casting choice. And he did and he did great. Yeah. He did great. He did. Um, what's it, um your boy from your boy that played Alfred? He was good. Um, like, Andy Circus. Andy Circus did he, he was. He, I was disappointed we was, didn't see more of him, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Every literally everybody in this film except for the the dude the special feature at the end like the the little easter egg at the end yeah i was like yeah they didn't need that they but, didn't i agree <laughs> but you know um i yeah i definitely enjoyed the supporting cast too yeah so it was a really good movie um i i enjoyed it a lot i'll definitely probably see it a couple at least one more time before we do a full review on it yeah um but yeah it was great so but it leads me to my question. The last question is, so who, who is your Batman? Like, who's your favorite Batman? Who, who is your Batman? Because I feel like, you know, each generation has their own Batman. Yeah. And this is a Batman for a new generation. So who, who's your Batman? My Batman is Kevin Conroy's voice. I, uh, man, <laughs> man. <laughs> Every- I'm telling you. 
That is not, and I love that answer because people want to give you shit about it. Oh, that's not a live action bat. So what? So what? I don't care. He's the best Batman ever. I believe it. When I hear Bruce Wayne and when I hear Batman, it's it's Kevin Conroy's voice. It's Kevin Conroy, 100%. That's that's my Batman. I do that. I I can't even say flawless answer. Flawless. (laughs) flawless answer i can't say anything about it because i 100 percent agree with you kevin conroy like when i read batman comic books that's the voice i hear in my head anytime i hear especially when i'm watching the animated stuff if i hear another batman i'm just like could y'all not get kevin where's he at he wasn't available like right what what are we doing does y'all not pay him enough money i know he wanted to do it i know he would have done it if you just gave him enough why are we playing this game we don't need a new batman just get kevin in the booth as Get Kevin in the booth. As long as he's able, just pay him to be Batman. I'm telling Batman's you, Batman's voice, and I'm I'm good. Great, man. Flawless answer. Well, dude, man, hey, I really, truly am honored and humbled to have had you on the show. This is fantastic, bro. I, I really enjoyed talking with you. This was great. Thank you so much, man. I had a good time, man. It's gonna it's gonna be worth uh worth me getting fussed out when I get home. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell her, hey, just listen to the podcast. You'll understand and shit. Yeah. And it'll be all right. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I don't want to get you in too much trouble. No, so, bro, it's all good. Man, keep up the great work, bro. I'm looking forward to to the next iterations of Ace Blade to see where you go with it and the other characters too, man. Lumberjacks. I know you guys are getting that off the ground. Absolutely. I love to see some King Supreme. I'm, I'm excited for this whole this whole universe, man. I, I can't it. wait. Thank you, man. I had a good time. Thanks for having me. And um, I'll definitely I'm 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 keeping up with the show now. I just followed y'all on TikTok, so cool, um, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work together, man. We're gonna, we're yeah, gonna I had realized that I had been following you from. I have I have my own personal TikTok, yeah. and then I have the the podcast TikTok, and I'm I'm more active on the podcast tiktok when it comes to like posting and you right. know replying to comments and messaging people and stuff but like when i when i'm just normally watching tiktoks i'm usually on my own personal account so yeah. i was i realized that i was following you from my personal account and i had never followed you from the podcast account hey, so that was kind of on me too but i had you know we i had been watching now. your content so we're good to go and then i mean you want to plug that man you want to let them know where let the people know where they can find you and find all your content Absolutely. Um, if you want to, if you want to find me on social media, it's at the Ace Blade everywhere. Um, and if you want to, you know, check out the comics, it's fourthwallpros.com. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, man. Yeah. And as usual, man, this is weird because Sean usually does the outro part, so now I gotta <laughs> fucking put it in my head and do it. Uh, <laughs> you can find find us uh, close calls pod everywhere. So that's. You can email us on Gmail. You can message us on, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow our TikTok. We're, we're probably the most active on there right now. Um, listen to us. Pretty much, we're all podcasts. You can listen to us with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all that fun stuff. Um, and thank you, thanks, Jay, thanks, Danny, for 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 coming on, bro. Um, thanks for listening to this one and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.